Hi, this is uh, Robert Stuma with Podtoid Episode 3. I'm your host as usual, and with me I have Nero, Faith, Orcus, and Savant. And Nero, and we're going to introduce ourselves this time. Uh, came up with a brilliant idea of what we're drinking, so Nero, you go ahead. That's right. This evening we're going to introduce ourselves with the uh, beverage at hand. With me tonight is Guayabita del Pinar, founded in 1892. <laughs> um, <laughs> this um, some strange drink that my cousin Maximo gave me on my last trip to Cuba, which has like the constitution on the back of it or something, but it, it's pretty good. So. Just in case someone forgets. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you drinking anything? Um, if I had Jedi powers, I would be drinking a caffeine-free Pepsi right now, but unfortunately the Jedi powers are not available. So I have water next to me. Uh-huh. I'm actually drinking a Southpaw beer. Southpaw? Southpaw, yeah. It's, What's um, it's swill. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Savant, what are you drinking? I have two bottles full of tap water from Catasauqua, which is one hour north of Philly, which is kind of close to New York City. I have tap water. I'm a freaking camel, man. But not close enough. And uh, I'm drinking my favorite wine of all time. It's a Chilean wine from South America, of course. Uh, it's a Los Vascos red wine. I believe um, this is a Cabernet. And it's lovely. It has a lovely bouquet. <laughs> I think in Spanish that translates to like feces of the chameleon. <laughs> yeah. Where's my Guinness? So uh, the big news this week was um, Jack Thompson and his jackassery, and our boy Nero was oh, on the be team nice. to capture every. Be Never. nice. The guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nice him. All right, so Nero, tell us, tell us what happened this morning. We arrived. Give us the whole rundown of what happened. You know, save us the boring part. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even know if I was going to get in the door, you know, if they were going to turn me away, if it was going to be held in the, the, the judge's chamber, you know, you know, no press, whatever. So I just kind of showed up. I mean, it was too too good of an opportunity, you know, in my backyard, and I just, I just went for it. What what was basically going on? What was the case about? Like, why, why was Jack Thompson in this Florida court? Is, I think a lot of people are kind of confused about the the legitimacy of the whole thing to begin with. Can this judge just stop Bully from being sold in the state, in that county, in that city? What is the, What exactly is going it's on? Really, right um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of things that I, I actually wasn't aware of um, prior to, to going uh, into this. Apparently, the uh, the school board had recommended that this game not be sold to minors. They had they had some concerns. Which, uh, which county is this? Which school uh, board? This is Dade County. Okay. Um, Miami uh, Dade. Here right. in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Miami, 305. So there was that. When I ha- uh, when I first got there, and um, Jack uh, was there, and he was having a conversation with cameraman from uh, CBS4, one of the local news stations. They were talking about how uh, Best Buy and Walmart um, use uh, debit cards as um, as a form of age verification, and they do a follow-up phone call. But that doesn't really guarantee, um, you know, 100% accuracy, and there's some loopholes around that. So that that was one other element. 
And then the element that is most publicized is the fact that Take-Two had distributed the game to, you know, certain video game press, such as, you know, IGN, and, you know, we read the review on electronic gaming. But they would, you know, they wouldn't give him a copy. And he was saying, well, you know, are they hiding something? Why doesn't Walmart have a copy? You know, that sort of thing. So he was kind of lobbying for, you know, to get his hands on the game, to really see what the game was all about. And he actually said that if the game was not as bad as he thought that it would be, that he would drop the whole thing. And I know that a couple of people posted on the site, like, well, you know, he's lying, he's full of shit. So there was that. Now, did you get to actually speak with him personally or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I showed up a little early, and the case actually ran late. I got there at about 1.15, and the case, I think, started, like, at 2.30 or something. So I actually sat with Jack Thompson, with the camera guy, with the lady, with the tech editor from the Miami Herald, which was also there, and some other folks. And we just kind of just casually just sat around and discussed the game. Now, has he played the game? How much of the game does he actually know about? No, no, no. He has not played the game. Does he know that it's not, that there's no blood and that it's not really about a bully? Does he know this stuff? Absolutely, absolutely. So what is his problem? There's a specific problem with Take-Two. Like, I don't, there's about a million other games out there that are more violent than GTA and Bully put together. Like, does he understand this? Does he just have a specific issue with Take-Two? Did he mention any of that when he was talking Well, I mean, one of the things that they were talking about, you know, before I joined the conversation was, you know, Grand Theft Auto and, you know, how successful that game was and, you know, the fact that this game will sell despite, you know, the publicity that it's getting from this trial. But, yeah, these are all questions that I had going in. I mean, I read all the reviews and I just had a stack of, you know, things that I wanted to ask him. You know, how well does he really know this game? And, you know, is he aware of the fact that there's no, you know, weapons, that you can't kill anybody in the game? And yet he's built this game as a Columbine simulator, and that was one of my first questions to him. You know, to me that means, okay, you're in a trench coat, you can bring the heavy, you know, firepower to the school, and you can wipe out a bunch of kids. His, or the way that he kind of brought about the argument was the fact that even though you're not the bully and you're responding to bullying, it's violence begetting violence. And teaching kids that, you know, when someone beats your ass, you have to beat their ass right back and get a couple of friends and make sure that the bullies don't bully you. And that's the message of the game that he has a problem with. Did you talk about why does he single out video games as the medium of choice to spend his time? Did you ask him about that, or did he mention anything? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. And that's a really good question. I'm not exactly sure why he's chosen video games. Also in your article you talked about, I guess his attorney, the defense attorney, about being kind of a psycho. What's going on with that guy? Yeah, that guy was a character. Why isn't Jack representing himself? He's a lawyer, right? Or did they take away his license in Florida, too? No, he had an expert witness, which was also another attorney that does scholastic research. A gentleman with a beard, his name escapes me, but I have it in my notes. The guy that said the famous head, you know, the speed bump comment, was actually a lawyer on the take two, on the defense. And he was just back and forth. He's just very, very off. 
He opened up some statements saying, at the risk of sounding like a lawyer, and then he would say something completely ridiculous. The judge would say, well, I hope you're a lawyer. So from an outside perspective, let's just say you were just someone that really didn't know anything about video games, and if you could imagine that situation, who do you think actually presented the better case today? You know, and I know that I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but Jack Thompson really presented himself well. He was extremely well-spoken. He was extremely well-prepared. He spoke calmly. He spoke in a language that everybody could understand, and I think he connected with more people than the other guys that just kind of came off, you know, very First Amendment kind of. Even the judge said, you know, I have a problem with this First Amendment platform that you guys are running. I love the First Amendment, but, you know, there's a couple of things that you guys are pushing here that's kind of stretching it. So I think overall, and, you know, after the whole thing was over, I walked up to Mr. Thompson and I said, well, you know, how do you feel? And he said he was very pleased. I think he knew that he had, you know, accomplished a couple of things by having the judge say that he wants to see the game himself. I think he's created reasonable doubt. Yeah, I think that it was definitely his day in court. So on Thursday, October 12th, so the case is going to room that day, right? Right. And the judge is going to actually play the game on that day? Is that what's going to happen? And take two is going to take him through it? Right, exactly. It started out by the judge saying, okay, well, you guys need to bring this game in and we're going to play it for a couple of hours and we're going to see it. The defense on take two said, well, you don't understand. This is a very complex game. There's hundreds of hours of gameplay. And, you know, we just can't do this in, you know, just one afternoon. And the judge said, well, fine. If it takes 100 hours, then, you know, that's going to tie up my weekend, but fine. So what's going to come out of this, basically? Like what will happen, let's say, if Jack Thompson wins the case? What will happen? Well, one of two things. The judge, if the judge does find that the game is, and the whole platform for the lawsuit was whether or not releasing this game to the public with a teen rating would cause a nuisance. But this is just in Miami-Dade County, correct? Yeah, this is not a federal court. No, no, no. So this would just affect people in Miami. And there was a lot of talk about escalating it throughout the hearings because, obviously, they have no jurisdiction over the ESRB. And that was kind of kicked around a couple of times. And I found it interesting that the judge completely, you know, didn't take that teen rating from the ESRB to face value. He said, well, you know, if you guys are in here debating it and we all agree that there might be some flaws in the system, I want to test this myself. I want to be the one to decide, yes, this is acceptable or it is not. So he's already made up his mind that, you know, whatever it says in the box, it's irrelevant to him. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. In the case that he does find the game unacceptable to sell to teens, he's going to file a temporary restraining order, which I believe only prohibits the sale to minors within Dade County or Miami. And then, you know, it's whatever happens beyond that. Minors being 17 and under? Right. Is it 17 or 15? Whatever the teen rating is. Okay. So just strict to the teen rating. Exactly. So basically just doing what the game stores are supposed to be doing in the first place. Right. So this case is just a big waste of money. 
one of the things that was said by Jack Thompson, which surprised me, was he felt that they were doing themselves a disservice by not having a mature rating because stores actually have a procedure for mature games, whereas a teen game, you can go out and, you know, he said that even as young as nine-year-olds are buying teen games because nothing pops up on the screen. You know, the software that these retail companies use, nothing pops up on the screen that tells them, hey, you know, this is a teen game, you better card this kid to make sure he's actually a teen. Whereas with mature games, the software and the company procedures are there to, you know, make sure that those are actually over the age of 18 or whatever that requirement is. So, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. The judge said, well, that I'm ordering you to produce this game in my office tomorrow at 3 o'clock. You are going to provide a PlayStation 2. You're going to provide the game. Walmart's off the hook because they haven't seen a copy of the game. They haven't played it. They don't have any documentation on it. Like Walmart needs to fucking see the game? What the hell does that mean? Right. Well, the business guy, the lawyer speaking on it. That's going to open up a whole can of worms that game companies won't want to deal with. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Talk about leaks. I mean, we already have leaks now. Can you imagine what would happen if, like, you know, some guy in his braces got a hold of the game at Walmart, like, months before it came out? And, you know, it's like, God, what a nightmare that would be. I think I'll be the first one to get my lashings in. Jack Thompson actually sounding cordial. I'm pretty sure now he's sold his soul or he's hired a cyborg to talk for him now. But, honestly... The thing is that he sounds like... I understand where Nero's coming from because even on G4, he sounded... Yeah, that's very true. In my opinion, he kind of beat Adam Sussler just because he didn't come off sounding like Yeah, that's very true. But it's just like... When you look behind all that and like the reasoning, like and like some of the reasonings behind this and why he's done, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's just it, he's just totally off base, and he's kind of going off after the wrong people. Like yeah, definitely. from what Nero just described, basically, the, he doesn't have a problem with Take Two. He has a problem with the stores selling a key game to people that aren't teens. Yeah. I mean, so he's kind of crazy in the fact that he's got his mindset on the wrong place. Like, he's just got all his anger focused the message on the, easiest, sending off on is the good. easiest victims. Like, it's easy to target Take-Two rather than, you know, these sort of faceless Walmarts and Best Buy and GameStop and EB. It's a lot easier to go after Take-Two who had this whole hot coffee mistake and, and had all this other stuff. It's easy to go after the, the, these monsters that like that rather than... Well, Take-Two and Rockstar, they're synonymous with mature games. I mean, everyone, whenever you hear Rockstar, you hear stuff like, you know, Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. But, so he decides he would probably go for the big one, the Kingpin, basically. We, that those are the big mature-rated games right now that are coming out and that are having a mass effect on the society. So why, he just goes there and he's going to start scapegoating them, I believe. Mm -hmm. The thing about the teens getting games... And not being hearted, that's a known issue. And I really think he's spinning his wheels with Take-Two. This is a broader issue than just Bully and, and Grand Theft Auto and all that. I mean, people need to be more responsible. Fine. He doesn't have to go on, a, on his own little warpath and promote himself like he has been. It's almost like a, a witch trial back in the day. You know, like a Puritan witch trial where they just they had no clue. They thought women were witches because they cheated on their husbands or whatever. Right. 
And then, you know, now with SNK's game, you clearly know that you have to get the girls naked and touch them. Yeah, I mean, he's going as a bully. Did you even mention that to him? They're like, hey, you know what, forget about bully. SNK's making a game where you rape small children? I mean, it's like, hello? I mean, did you did you talk about that to him or no? Oh, no, no, no. If you talk to him, you can't mention that. Yeah. He's got a whole new thing going. I mean, he's going to go to Japan and take over Japan. Oh, I can only imagine. He's got Zilla! I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. That well, game is ridiculous, but... I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, um, he, he did have issue with um, Take-Two sending a, an employee out to, to demo this game to the judge, and you know, the judge said, well, um, you know, even if uh, Take-Two selectively um, tries to show me the, the parts that have least violence, I, I'm gonna ask them to to show me the worst, you know, or what Jack called the good stuff, which I thought was funny, he said that a couple of times. There's no worst, I've, I've played the game. It's like, you're just beating up kids, <laughs> picking on other kids. Or like, there was one part where I was just in a bike race. I mean, it was just like stuff. All those bike races, man, it's, they cause problems. It's stuff that already happens in schools now. It's like, it's it's just beyond ridiculous. And and hopefully the judge sees it when he plays the game. Uh, it sounds like this judge is somewhat level-headed. So I think he'll throw it out in a couple minutes after seeing the game and a couple little bits of footage. So well, the thing that the thing that. And this is the only thing that I think the judge might not buy it is that the reason Rockstar said it got a teen and I guess the reason they were going for it is because it doesn't have blood so if the judge looks at it and sees it doesn't have blood so what there's still all this violence then yeah I can see him siding with Jack on this but right, and, and if the he falls for the no blood thing then maybe he'll right, the the, the violence as it was described to the judge was okay you can you can shove kids heads into toilets you can okay. you can beat them with cricket bats uh, out of nowhere like as if we were like on court TV he pulls out this gigantic wooden slingshot out of his briefcase <laughs> points it at everyone in the room and didn't you know didn't have the rubber band attached to it or anything but everyone's like what the hell he's just like waving this thing he's like I made this last night in five minutes <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy <laughs> and I was like, oh my god! And I'm sitting next to um, Bridget Carey, which is a reporter from the Miami Herald, and we had just been talking about um, The Simpsons, which he, which she had played um, on the Genesis, and she's like, well, you know, there's like, you know, you can do some pretty cool stuff in that game, and yeah. you know, and I'm saying, well, you know, you know, Billy's obviously, you know, more realistic game, and as we get into these, you know, immersive, you know, PlayStation 3 games where people can kind of call them simulators I guess that's the issue here and then all of a sudden he just whips out this slingshot we were just like what in the world is going on here um, so that, that was that was entertaining but it wasn't as entertaining as the defense guy saying you can um, cr <laughs> crush people's heads like speed bumps that was priceless oh, oh god Jesus yeah. better watch out man he's going to use spitballs next and maybe give you a what will he I have a feeling this is never going to end and Jack is going to keep on fighting the good fight until the day he dies. That's okay. it. This is his no legacy in the making. No matter whatever. Uh, Take-Two's going to come out with, like, the dog <laughs> discipline simulator, and he's going to be like, they're all about hurting dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Uh, I know we need to move on to some yeah. other stuff, but um, I'll, I'll, I just want to wrap up with this. Um, I, I saw that on Kotaku they had described um, the Take-Two employees' uh, gig to demo this game as like the worst game tester gig ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you which imagine what it's going to be like? It's like showing your grandpa how to like... <laughs> oh, but here's, here's the funny thing, guys, and this is something that is not known, and, and you will only hear this on, on Podtoid. Um, I had actually exchanged some emails with, with Jack Thompson, and I said, well, 
Well, I understand, you know, that they may have some trouble getting the guy out of New York to, you know, demo this game because of obviously the tragedy that happened there. And I said, well, listen, if you need a guy to, you know, if they FedEx you the game and you need a guy to come play the game, you have my information. And he said, well, I may just have the court do that and give me your information. Yeah. Oh, my God. I might be that guy. So we'll see how that goes. Wow. Hey, can I want to add one thing to this conversation that everyone seems to have forgotten. I mean, it's one thing to say that, you know, the game makers are responsible for the content they put in the games or the ESRB ratings are, you know, responsible for the, the way they rate a game based on content or even that the stores are responsible, you know, for um, selling these games to underage kids and stuff. But honestly, uh, anyone forgot about the fact that the, these kids have parents? You know, yep. um, where are the parents? Exactly. Where are the parents? I mean, when I was growing up, my mother bought me all of my Nintendo games and, and you know, Super Nintendo games because I didn't have the money to pay for them. So where are these, you know, 13-year-old, 15-year-old and younger kids getting their money or, you know, to buy these games without the parents standing by? Like, obviously... There's got to be parents going into these stores, and the problem is is that parents just don't care enough nowadays to actually look at what their kids are playing. Well, that's, you that's know? why these cases are bullshit, right? I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about, like misguided anger. Like, he's got his, like, Rockstar is not doing anything wrong. They're making a game, and they're putting it out there. The ESRB are the ones that are rating this game, mm -hmm. and as you said, the parents are the ones, ones paying for this game, unless their kids are little cracked sellers on the show. <laughs> so it's like, Rock, Take Two is not doing a goddamn thing. Now, yes, Hot Coffee, yeah, that was their fault. Mm, and they should yeah. possibly be held accountable for that. Maybe but the fact that they're just putting out a game, like, <sighs> why are they getting in trouble for it when it, it's the ESRB that rates it? It's the stores that sell it, and it's the parents that pay for it. Because yeah, it's easier to point the finger. It's easier to point the finger at them. But you gotta, I mean, it's like, I want to take Jack Thompson, I want to, look, do you see this progression of what's going on? Like, please explain to me why Take-Two is at any, in any way responsible for any of this when you have all these layers that you have to go through first to even get to Take-Two. You know, I didn't have this conversation with, with Jack Thompson, but I did have it with the CBS camera guy. Well, next <laughs> time you email him and you talk about playing bully, man, you need to act. He said, um, he, he said that um, he's a parent of three, um, his kids play Warcraft, and um, he's concerned about these things, but he just doesn't have the time. He's got There's two jobs or whatever. Going on in World of Warcraft, and there will ever go on in Bully. I think that I think it kind of points to a trend, like not just video games, but I mean, you see the same thing in music and uh, movies, TV. I mean, Tom and Jerry. It's, yeah, yeah, that's not. It's not a bully is, problem. It's an American problem. Politicians. It's usually politicians uh, during election time, making sure they get their name out there to the soccer moms. Hey, look, I care about family values. Those for me. I mean, that's usually what it comes down to. So it's kind of weird to see Jack Thompson, this guy who's not in politics. I mean, unless he's just trying to get his name out there, which obviously is working, which I wish it wouldn't. <laughs> but I mean, that's how they do it. They don't care. They don't really care about the kids. If they cared about the kids, they'd fix the problem with the, with the parents. They'd fix the problem with the stores. They'd actually, like, look into what the problem is. Yeah, well, tomorrow should be pretty exciting. Yeah, especially right. if you get to be the one to demo the game. 
Hell yeah. yeah. That's how fast that thing is that happens. Yeah, well, you know, I don't have any plans this weekend, so that'd be nice. So, alright, let's move on to another kind of hot topic that actually happened today. Mm. Um, that Faith posted about Tommy Tellerico. It was this old video of him going off on fanboys and Nintendo fanboys specifically. <laughs> that was great. And, and the post is, and the post kind of turned into not really about fanboy, I guess some about fanboy discussion, but a lot of it was actually about Tommy and what a dick he is, or at least he comes off as a big dick. Um, but Faith is very uh, actually kind of close with him and, and, and promises us he's not actually a dick. Oh my god, did you see um, the comment Elisa posted about? Uh, I'm going to research that. You guys go ahead and uh, I'm going to have to quote well, it. Yeah, I was going to go through all the response, like some of the good responses, but, um, but let's just go through them now and then, um, and then Faith can kind of respond to them. I mean, Gregor said, I cannot stand Tommy Tellerico. The first minute is an advertisement for himself, which I said the same thing when Faith showed me. I'm like, well, first off, the first five, you know, few seconds, he's hyping himself, not a good start. Um, so is that done in jest, or is he just trying to pimp himself? I mean, what's going on there, Faith? I, I think the video is him sitting around with a bunch of friends or something, and they're just goofing around. I don't, it wasn't actually something for a show or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, so he's like saying so he comes who, off like a total ass. Yeah, but that's just <laughs> like, the way he has a... Like, That's I mean, the he's, way he is. He's an ass. Yeah, he, no, he's not an ass. <laughs> they he's, said yes. Come on, I mean, a lot of guys. Are, come on, we all. Uh, yeah, guys have to admit they. Most guys have egos on them, okay. And when they're joking around, they're gonna act all male macho. And that's just the way Tommy is. I mean, whether you watch the show or meet him in real life or something like that. You know, he likes to joke around and stuff like that. Like on on Electric Playground, he kind of plays good pad. Good cop, bad cock. I can't talk today. Good cop, Put bad in your cop. Mind. <laughs> Maybe. Um, you know, they just they they play good and bad. You know what I mean? And he's usually but he the guy. But he plays bad in real life. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You know what? When I met him at Video Games Live, I mean, he was so nice. He insisted, like I was gonna leave, and he insisted. Why was he nice, Faith? Why was he nice? <laughs> what were you wearing? <laughs> I was wearing a t-shirt and jeans. How tight and was the t-shirt? <laughs> not tight at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he had, had his hot girlfriend there, too. I'm sure he did. She's pretty he sweet. Is. Yeah. He is pretty sweet. What is going for? Anyways, um, I was going to leave, and he insisted that we stick around and not go anywhere because he wanted to hang out and talk with me afterwards, so we ended up going out, um, backstage. He gave me a free copy of a game, a couple of free programs, which he didn't have to give me. Uh, we went and hung out at the hotel afterwards. Uh, cool thing is he doesn't drink. He refuses to drink. He has a big thing oh, of lemonade. Oh, so cool. Oh, I thought that was cool, <laughs> considering how many people I know that you know get drunk all the time, so... But, I don't know uh, anybody like that at all. But, you know, he, he really, he's the type of guy that he loves his industry. And, no, he loves his industry, and he does a lot for the industry. I mean, he's one of the first guys to say that, hey, what's wrong with developers being out in the spotlight? What's wrong with, you know, people actually knowing who makes these games rather than just, oh, okay, well, Shigeru Miyamoto is the head of the, you know, this, or uh, David Jaffe is the head of this one, you know? Hey, he Faith, was, I have a question. Sure. You say he does so much for the industry. Where where else are his shows before besides that craptastic G4 network? Oh, actually in Canada. Are, are they, is he, like, just all over Canada? Is that why I never see him? 
Well, yeah, because um, Electric Playground is a Canadian-made uh, show. Okay, so he's well like a Canadian gaming star, whereas Jeff Keighley is like our U.S. Actually, Jeff Keighley's on Electric Playground, too. Well, I know, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff is another one. Jeff is another one, and he'll, he'll never hear this, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> but every time I go to an event, he's got an entourage with him. Really? Yeah, he walks around with this air of assholeness, and like, I'm told, <laughs> like, Jesus just walked into the room, let's all respect <laughs> Jesus. Like, he, he always has at least two people with him at all times. And, like, he just walks around with this smirk on his face. I, I remember at E3, um, at the uh, Spore demo, um, it was him and uh, the guy from EA, the guy that started it all, um, who I was sitting next to. But, but Jeff just kind of walks around with this, like, entourage and, like, these gaming people. And he just, he has this real sense of dickery. And, like, I don't feel like he's, like, the common gamer kind of guy. And Not that I get that sense with Tommy, but... I believe if Tommy was ever at Jeff's level, if there is such a thing. I think um, we just need to step up. I, you know, when you yeah. go to these events, you need to wear a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fucking entourage is what I need. <laughs> you need a guy with a boombox, like with your like background music. I need like the crew from Entourage. I need like Turtle, and I need Johnny Drop. <laughs> Someone to do dance. I need fucking all that stuff. But anyway, I mean... Okay, sorry, Faye. I I got off on a Jeff Keighley rant. I mean, I like the guy. I like what I like the show he does, and like I love his column in OXM. But it's like seeing this guy backstage just totally ruins the like. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a Canadian thing or something like that. But I mean, Electric Playground has been on uh, TV for ten years now. It's the longest running video game show compared to X Play and whatever the hell. Jeff Keighley's show was what a game head or something. Game head, uh, yeah. They got rid of other ones, thank Even God, there were shows that originally were out, like Game Pro Magazine had a show, and it only lasted a couple of years. So I mean, obviously, something that Tommy Tallarico and Vic have, whether people say that he's a douchebag or not, obviously people like them and like their their reviews, or the show wouldn't have been on for ten years. And I mean, like, mm. I'm Everybody just doesn't have to do in Canada. I the other thing too is that I mean, <laughs> I'm just a little blogger. I mean, I amount to nothing in the vast world of, of video game internet sites yet he's taken the time and so has his girlfriend Becky to make me feel like I'm actually you know uh, you know my opinion counts by inviting me out to video games live and having me come backstage and explain to me you know they were talking about the show I mean video games live Tommy and Jack Wall who's the other creator they don't make any money off of it because every time they bring it to a city, they actually have to front the money um, to the uh, venue. And if they don't make all their money back by, you know, selling out all the tickets, they don't make any money. So they do this show because they really love video games and they love their fans. So, I mean, to me, that sounds like a guy that really does something for the industry. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, You also voted him the hottest guy on your list, so... Yeah, yeah, but that, <laughs> that was not me, though. Obviously. That was the people that were voting. I didn't even nominate him, to be honest. It was uh, Becky who came on my site and nominated him. Oh. Yeah, the only person that I actually added to that site was Cliffy B. <laughs> I will admit that was that was one of my choices, but everybody else added all the other guys on the list. Um, I might have added a couple of the joke guys, too, like uh, um, uh, Ralph Bear and, and, you know, the ones that were obviously not hot. <laughs> But no, the <laughs> there are a bunch that weren't hot. Are you kidding? I would say like uh, seventy to eighty percent weren't. But you know, 
I just yeah. Have much but it was it was meant to be a joke list, and I don't think anyone really uh, realized that because I mean the hundreds of nasty comments that appeared on all the websites that picked it up. Oh my god. I'm just sitting there going, uh, apparently no one gets I my I saw that. Name. I remember seeing that list, and I was like, what? What? I even, actually, <laughs> I think I sent it to Joystick, what? and they ignored me. Joystick ignores <laughs> everything because they're the fucking, they think they're the fucking gods of the earth. Yeah, they yeah. actually linked to us today. Can you, did you yeah, did I they just really? linked yeah. Yes, they did. From what? For the uh, Jack Thompson thing. Yep. Did they? I didn't yes, think they, they did. Because I saw Evil Avatar linked to Joystick, and I just refuse to go to Joystick that much anymore. Unless uh, Vlad Cole's making racist comments. <laughs> wow, I thought they... I, and here I thought they were going to fucking completely blackball us because of me. No, I no. they were kind of forced to link to us that time. Mm. Well, actually, no, because Kotaku linked to um, game politics, not us. Yeah, what was up with that? They did, a, and also the Final Fantasy thing. Just, you know. But I can't get the video up till later because I just I've got so much to do this weekend. But um, I got some good. Speaking of the Final Fantasy thing, I got some good video. I interviewed every single cosplay player that was there. That's awesome. Oh, and, the um, and uh, I also uh, and I caught the whole. I'm gonna call it the Walk of Shame. It's just it's the Walk of Shame. They walk these poor people from. From where was that? Um, oh, well, for those of you who don't know, today, um, October 11th, was Final Fantasy Day in New York City, Final Fantasy 12. So they had all these cosplayers for Final Fantasy and Square Enix. There were some um, Kingdom Hearts people there, too. Um, so they had them walk from the, the Times Square information, uh, I guess, like building or whatever, um, where the press conference was to uh, the middle of Times Square um, above the NASDAQ sign where they had the trailer of Final Fantasy XII playing. So it was like, it was, so it was like a two-block walk, basically, and it was a complete walk of shame. Like, you had all these cosplayers, like, coming out, and I, was, I captured the whole walk, and then I would also capture, like, the public, like, there's just tons of tourists around there all the time. It's a nightmare. And um, so I captured the tourist face as they looked at them and like the looks of horror and shock as like these freaks are like walking by with like leather that's all beaten up and has holes in it, guys silver hair and these girls in weird dress. Yeah, it was great. And so I got into that and um, of course the, the press conference was absolutely lame. It was the most boring shit in the world. They they showed the trailer, which was kind of cool. And then they had the executive producer, I, I can't remember names, so I can't remember his, his Japanese name. The executive producer of Final Fantasy XII, they had him talk about it, but he doesn't know English, so he would speak in Japanese, and then they had to have the translator talk. Sweet. And then they had a question answer, and the press had absolutely no questions about the game. So after about... Everything's like, been released. After, I know. So after a minute <laughs> of total silence of like the girls like, so now it's question and answer time. Does anybody have any questions? And there was like this long minute of silence, and people were just laughing. And um, <laughs> so uh, I have green chocobos. <laughs> so then they're like, we all well, you know, the toy well, you know, the fans in public can ask questions too. And <laughs> so like they finally dragged this one like stereotypical like geek up there, oh, okay. and um, no, and he's like. Well, what about Final Fantasy Thirteen? And he's like, Oh well, we can't talk about that today. We can only talk about Final Fantasy Twelve. 
<laughs> the best oh. guy that plays the I don't even know the whole characters because honestly I don't care about Final Fantasy. I said that another the guy with the silver hair comes up and the and the black leather outfit and he starts asking questions. So when they ask questions of the Final Fantasy guy, he doesn't know English, so they gotta take the time to like translate it in Japanese the question and then the guy talks to the translator and then they gotta translate it back to answer it. So it takes like a whole like five minutes to answer one question. It's absolutely horrible. Well, you know what? You, you know what the problem was. You know, everyone that was there had you know pirated the game last week. No, that's why. Oh yeah, that's it, dude. I, I asked every cool. single, asked every single Final Fantasy fan there. I'm like, so like, and you'll see it on the on the camera. Hopefully, it picks up on the audio. I'm like, so have you played it yet? They're like, no. I'm like, did you pirate it? No. None of them, none of them played it or pirated it. In fact, none of them even played like none of them played the demo. There's only one guy that actually played the demo. So, yeah, I guess not everybody is some filthy pirate, you know, they actually, no, they they actually want to reward the company that makes a good game, which I feel people should do. I, I don't really kind of believe in pirating. Unless it's crap, then you can pirate it. But What I thought I, was interesting was um, people were coming out and saying, well, I, I've pre-ordered this game. It's not going to be out for 30 days. Um, I've legally bought it, so I'm going to go ahead and pirate it because I've, I've already paid for it, which I thought was interesting. Uh, well... You know, yeah. It's not piracy, it's an advanced preview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, so, was, that was on big. That was Final Fantasy Day, and then I had another big day of seeing my lovely PlayStation 3 and and getting to make out with her for a little bit. Oh, um, <laughs> Did she overheat? Ooh, no. <laughs> Burn your face? Oh, no. It's so sweet to me. <laughs> So, but today I went, I, I went digital, um, uh, whatever is this weekend, digital life, the, the Ziff Davis thing. And, uh, so they had this digital focus press event, um, which is usually sucks, these like little like pre-events, because it's just a bunch of vendors showing crap that, number one, I've either already seen, or number two, I'm going to see at the show the next day. So, um, so... But thankfully, uh, Sony, SCEA was there, Sony was there, and who I haven't actually gotten, I've been in the gaming journalism business for two years, and I've known every single publisher, game maker, console maker, I have good relations with all of them except SCEA, so I was very happy to meet them, and I went to them first, and they're actually the only people I even talked to when I was there, and so they had, um, so they had uh, resistance set up. And, of course, all the other people that went to this event knew nothing about gaming, so I could just sit there and play as long as I wanted, because all the rest of them were these old tech farts that know nothing about tech, but they just go because their old fart magazine makes them go, or old newspaper. Which, by the way, makes up like 80% of E3. Yeah, no, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, these people, there's like people coming up, like I'm sitting there playing Resistance, and I hear people in the background going, so, what is this? Yeah, exactly. When is this coming out? How much does uh, this cost? That so, like. What's the PlayStation 3? Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like, god. what the fuck are you talking and, and keep in mind, I see these fucking old people everywhere at all my events. I have no idea who they work for. I had one PRP person say to me, it was like, you know, you're like the youngest tech person I've ever met at these events. <laughs> so odd. And it is fucking odd. You got these old people that write for these magazines and these newspapers that are just completely out of touch. So take that in mind next time you read something somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, these people have absolutely no clue. 
Um, so anyway, I was I, I finally got to sit down with Resistance. I, I played the PlayStation 3 on a few occasions, but this was the first time I played Resistance, which has been pretty much hyped as the must-have game for the PS3 when it comes mm -hmm. out. And it's fucking rocks. Really? I mean, like, it's totally mindless, and it's just it's just a first-person shooter. But the visuals and the sound and the fun of it is what makes it worth it. Like, I guess if you want something in-depth in a story, go play Final Fantasy 88 for the hundredth time. But, like, it's just a, a fun game to play. And the, and the controls were actually very nice. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of FPS on the PS2 controller. Right. Because it's not really designed for that. But it actually worked. I'm actually a fan of the PS3 controller. This Did it use any motion sensing? Uh, they they said it does, but in the in the levels that I played, I didn't actually do it. So if it does, I don't know. I, I I'm assuming it does. I've heard that it does. I guess you can. I think you can shake off enemies when they come on, like if they grab onto you or something. I think oh. I've seen that somewhere else, but I'm not certain on that. But speaking about the, I mean, the PlayStation 3 controller, if you haven't had it in your hands, is actually a little bit different than the PS2, obviously. Right. Um, it's lighter. It feels a little bit more responsive. Like it, it's actually a really nice controller. The the triggers thing now instead of the other button is actually kind of cool. Um, but it really, I've been hyped. I've been slowly building up like anticipation for the PS3, and this just kind of like blew my load at once. Someone turned down the TV, so it kind of like blew my load at once. And then um, I also played NBA 07, which is kind of meh. Like, don't buy that game. Those screenshots <laughs> just scare me, dude. They look like they're soulless robots just staring you down. NBA 7 is weird, but I do have video that I need to put up. I have it on YouTube right now, and I, I, I'll, I guess I'll post it up tomorrow when I get a chance. I just have a chance tonight. But they got this cool replay mode, and they, they just so they could show off the, the cool tech they have, but they had, like, rendered every single person individually, and, like, in the crowd and everything, and, like, they went, like, in the replay, they went all the way through the crowd and through the floor and everything. It was kind of cool. Now, having seen the uh, the Xbox 360 version versus the PS3... Uh, for what? Um, for uh, NBA 2K7? No, no, no. This was NBA 07. This was the Sony first-person NBA game. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not... But NBA 07 doesn't look... Uh, NBA 2K7 looks much better than NBA 07 on three, PS3. NBA 2K7 is a fucking nice game. It's so much better than live. And it's so much better than live... Like, NBA 2K6 last year was good... But NBA 2K7 this year is phenomenal. Like, if you're a basketball fan, I spent a lot of time with 2K6 last year. So if you're a big basketball fan, I so recommend you get NBA 2K7. Don't bother with EA if you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It's, it, like, the, the animation, the, the way they got rid of the cheap dunking in NBA 2K7, just fucking sweet. And if you live in Canada and you like hockey, then you can get the EA hockey game. I hear it's better. So um, um, I have I have NHL 2K7. So um, going back, what was that face? Is it good? Uh, I'm not a big hockey fan. I, I I've heard I read in EGM they didn't they liked um, and I think uh, OXM had the same opinion. They liked uh, the EA version better. So I guess if you're an, if you're one of the NHL fans out there, one of the ten, then uh, you may, oh yeah, Blades of Steel. <laughs> Yeah, just brought to my attention Blades of Steel, how awesome that fucking game was. That's right. Oh, yeah, I used to play well, I the crap out of that game. 
I heard they changed the controls around for the new NHL, and it actually makes more sense than the for previous EA games. For EA or, or 2K? Uh, for EA for, they did, I for think. For EA, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I heard the EA game's really nice. Um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I got to t I got to talk with Sony finally, and we finally exchanged cards, and, and I got to know them, and I was very honest with them about the whole PR mistakes they've been having. I was like, look, I mean, you guys are fucking up. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you guys are fucking up. I'm saying Sony is just, it's a, it seems like a mess right now, like, and you guys have had no relationship with the press. I mean, I've, I've been a journalist for all this time. I met other journalists. They say that they have the same stories I do. I, I told them about um, Dan Sue's column in EGM this week, this month's EGM, about how um, even he says Sony, all the other companies have reached out to them but Sony. Um, it's been very spotty, and they were like, yeah, we understand that this is happening, and um, we're looking to change that. I guess that the company that is now handling their PR in America um, just started a few months ago. Um, we so can tell. They said they are having a uh, release parties, and they're going to have a release party in New York City. Um, so they're going to have a PlayStation 3 release party in New York City within, I guess, a month or a month or two um, before November 17th. And uh, possibly I will be able to get a PS3 review unit. They, had that, they put my name down for one, so um, if I do get one... And if I do get a Wii, I plan on having a destructive party at the Robert Zuma estate. And <laughs> so if you're, a, if you're a decoyed reader and you live in New York City and you're not creepy, we may, <laughs> we may have um, a pre-release party if I, if I can get the Wii and the PS3 before uh, launch like I did the 360. Or even if I get it at launch and you don't have it and you just want to come over and play, we can do that. You know what I think you should do? You should just go to like the streets and just pick up some homeless people. Homeless like, into your house. Oh, nice. Well, there's this is a Wii remote. There are, there aren't a whole lot around where I live because I live in a uh, really nice uh, area. Oh, really but um, <laughs> there are, I don't have to go too far actually to get bums. So, <laughs> that's what happened there. I was very very excited. Good to know. Yeah. Um, going back to to um, the fall of man. Um, what about the destructible um, the environments? Uh, and resistance. Yeah. No, an NBA. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I didn't notice a whole lot. Like, I was actually there were like paths I was trying to go down, or like I was trying to see if I could get around or whatever, and I try to fire at them, and they didn't. Just, they weren't fully destructible. Am, am I mistaken, or wasn't that one of the things that were that was like really built about? I don't the know. Game? You know, I didn't notice it. Yeah, I didn't even notice it. But I mean, I spent 15 minutes with it, and I played three different levels, so maybe there's something I didn't see, but. I didn't. It didn't like pop out at me that there was this destructibleness. That's definitely a feature that's missing in these sports games. Like you, you just need to be able to like <laughs> get into the crowd and just like, destroy people. Dude, if it's not, it's not a true NBA simulator until you can get pissed off at a fan and throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> throw your drink at them. Yep. Yeah. So, um, great. But let's talk about what everybody's playing right now. Um, let's get off me for like just a second, and then we'll come back on it. Um, Nero, are you playing anything different from what you were playing last week? Yes, yes. I've put down Zelda, and I actually had a computer crash um, this week. I lost two hard drives. Um, but, but the game that I always install first when I redo a computer is Unreal Tournament. <laughs> um, so the original? The original, the, uh, the Unreal Tournament from you know, 99 or whatever. So I've actually been playing that uh, pretty much every other night. And the question Basically. is, have you ever pwned Cliffy B? <laughs> no, I can't say I have. 
faith that you're still playing. Like uh, that's Otani. like the ultimate thing in the game. Pardon? Are you still yeah, playing I got no. Oh yeah, I'd call me. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, I'm not beating it. I'm almost finished. But I gotta say, it it's a dirty game. Are there more <laughs> No, there's. I, let's see. I there was, there was the fisherman with the with the with the shell thong. Um. Yeah, there was the goddess with the butt hanging out. Um, there's the oh, priestess, who you refer to as Busty Babe, because every time you look at her, you look directly at her boobs, and they shake back and forth when she talks. Sweet. Um, there's, uh, today I seen a fat mermaid-like chick with um, the tiniest little shells over her big, scary boobs. It, it's just really, I don't know, it's really, whoever made the game is a pervert. <laughs> Well, let's so. make your list of uh, pixelated nudity articles. Oh, it's kind of busy. We haven't been in your face. It's been like two weeks. Too. You know, I know. I've been busy. I've been busy. I'm Orcus. not interested in that game because it has no slingshots. Orcus, what are you playing? I am playing Final Fantasy uh, 1. Cool. Oh, old school. 8-bit. Are you doing Dawn, Dawn of Souls or just straight up ROMs? Straight up NES ROMs. Uh, hardcore. You know, one thing I've always wanted to do is go back to that game and try to beat it with four white wizards. Oh, man. Which would probably require about 300 hours of gameplay. Oh, yeah. Because you keep, they're completely useless for the first, like, 40 levels. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that would be... If, if I needed to waste, a, like, a gigantic chunk of my life, that's that would be my choice. Well, if you have that kind of free time, you <laughs> Unfortunately, go for it. I don't. Let me have Oh, Orcus is breaking up. No. Uh, I'm doing kind of the same thing he's doing, like old school stuff. I just popped in uh, Gradius 3 today, and I, I went from beginning to end in that without dying today. So oh I was God, really happy. I should give you my... Do you have a PSP? Uh, I don't have a PSP, man. I sold it oh. for a DS Lite. <laughs> oh, too bad. I have the whole Gradius. I know, the, the Gradius anthology or whatever. Yeah, dude, I, I don't like the games. I've yeah. given it to you. Oh, I love Gradius. I love it. Those games are extremely hard. The PSP version, I've actually tried it, and it's it's hard. It's impossible. Right, so I, I love I love like uh, face punchingly hard games, like stuff like that's why I like like Devil May Cry with Dante Must Die mode and stuff like that. I really enjoy challenging games. So, uh, like the the shooter that uh, uh, Nero posted that with like the like the bullet hell heart attack that he mm -hmm. talked about. I really want to play that game. Like badly because I really think I'd be good at it. Yeah, it's a it's a PS2 import and apparently it's completely playable. The all the the menus are in English and you know what. Cool, I'll have to check it out then. Yeah. Like. So yeah. besides that, I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft. A uh, buddy of mine at work got me rehooked on it when I decided to put it down. So. After South Park, does South Park make? Well, not no. Buddy of mine, he he has a 60 character and he's like, dude, you gotta play again, dude, you gotta play again, dude, you gotta play. Shut up! So I decided to do it. Yeah, and it's like a little cult. Pretty much, yeah. And now I'm back in the cycle, and I'm going to get Burning Crusade next month. So we'll see how that goes. Speaking of Burning Crusade, I got, um, I had, I had interviewed, um, oh, his, God, I can't remember. His stripper that. from the club. So I, I, I had a relationship with Blizzard. What do you know? No. And, uh, <laughs> so I was on their list to get into closed beta, and I got an email, I guess, like, um, um, I got it last week, but um, God, I cannot remember names right now, and it fucking kills me. Um, oh, like Luke, like Luke from One Up. Is he part of One Up? Any? Do you guys know if he got fired or whatever? 
Mm-hmm. I know who Luke his father Smith. is. No, Luke Smith. <laughs> like I, I was, I always try to find his blog, and I was trying to find it the other day, and I was looking at who was on the editorial staff of One Up, and his name wasn't listed. And I see that he hasn't posted a news item in a while. Hmm. So I'm wondering if he got fired, but I, w- I hope he hasn't. He's my, my, the only guy I really like over there. Um, but anyway, he had talked about in their One Up show um, or in their One Up podcast about um, getting into the 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 WoW beta, and uh, I got the same key for Burning Crusade, so hopefully I'll be able to talk about it um, as I'm playing it, and hopefully I'll be able to record it for you guys and uh, be able to post it, but that was kind of exciting for me to, to be able to do that. Um, so, awesome. But other than that, uh, what I'm playing right now is, um, is um, I'm still playing Bomberman on the PSP. I can't put it down. It's like fucking crap. <laughs> I rather... Oh! And you know what I'm playing, which kind of sucks, but is also kind of um, funny and kind of fun to play is Just Cause. Like, um, Just Cause, okay. Have you guys seen video of it yet? Isn't that like the game where you're kind of like Che Rivera or something like that? Or yeah, like well, if you're like leading a revolution and all, <laughs> and it's like open-ended GTA kind of thing, but have you guys seen, I don't think you've guys seen the video of uh, actual gameplay yet, but like the walking, the way the character walks is almost as funny as in Perfect Dark Zero. Like it's almost a, in that same ridiculous manner. Like he walks from the hip. Like it's kind of <laughs> odd to explain. Like he walks with his head out and kind of sl- like slouches his back back and like has his gun to the side and he walks kind of like an artard like just walks <laughs> and like it's the most ridiculous thing and so far I, I'm probably not I'm not really that far into it I'm like 30 minutes into it and it's just incredibly easy and mind numbing like the, the targeting system is automatic so I can stay in this like far away third person mode and I don't have to hit anything to target or automatically automatically targets enemies so all I have to do is have my reticule anywhere near an enemy and automatically target them, and it'll stay on them. And all you do is shoot. And, yeah. like, it's incredibly simple right now. So but it takes out everything that you do, and you just push a button, and yeah. you win. But it's kind of cool in the fact that it's huge, first of all. The game world is absolutely humongous. The fact that you can do these, like, stunts off cars, like you can jump off cars and parachute and, like, I jumped off this mountain once and just like parachuted my way down instead of dying and like it's little things like that that actually kind of make it fun and make me want to keep playing it. So no, I, don't, I, I mean I've seen a lot of bad reviews and like I guess I'll give it a bad review. I, I don't even know if I'll give it a bad review because it's hard to give a game a bad review that I actually enjoy playing. Like it sucks on the outside and like the the things of it kind of suck, but like it's still fun to play. Like. What do you do with something like that? You know um, what I mean? I was a little suspicious when I when I learned about the game because when you, usually when a company says, "Oh, we have you know really large environment," does that mean it just has like a lot of large fields and the same thing copied over and over, or is there actually environments? No, it's like that a are jungle. It's a big jungle island, so that you can't, there's not going to be much variety. Like it's all small towns and old cars. And okay, so it's just a just a big countries. stretched out map. It's with like a, it's like test drive. It's like a big island. Of Kind of okay, so there there really isn't a lot of intricacy to that 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 bigness. <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. I mean, I've only explored a little bit of the island so far, but it's an it's a friggin' island. I mean, how much are you gonna find on an island? You know, what do you expect? But 
I don't know. It's kind of it's it's still kind of fun to play. I guess it's getting bad reviews. Like th I guess the problem is that these games cost sixty dollars and they probably aren't worth sixty dollars. So I guess if I had I would I would recommend someone not paying sixty dollars for it. Like if it were thirty dollars, I would right. say go out and buy it. Right, like the uh, simple two thousand uh, model. Yeah, <laughs> like sort of like Bomberman Act Zero. Like if if that game was twenty dollars, then I would say go out and buy it. But the fact that it's like I don't even know how much it is. Let's say it's sixty dollars. Even fifty dollars. I mean, fifty dollars is too much for that game. It's just like that's that's kind of where it gets the ridiculous nature. But I guess if, if you if you own a three sixty and you see this game in a bargain bin one day, I, I suggest you pick it up. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of go through the news of, and, and stuff that happened this week. And, and Nero wants to talk about... Um, sort Play of the Beyond. PS, the PlayStation 3 ridiculous PR campaign. Play Beyond. Yeah. Well, I'm just confused. Um, it just kind of came out of left field. You know, we're, we've been looking at you know Play Beyond you know, since E3. They had the huge billboard and you know, yeah. Spider-Man 3 font or whatever. And... Um, you know, we we then were shifted away from that to this is living, and you know, you know, we had our fun with that, and all of a sudden we're back to play beyond. They have this website, play beyond, where the the the, the E and beyond is a number three. You got to um, end your birthday now. You see that? Yeah. 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 The the, the site's changed. I think this. And I can't even get in. Oh wait, my birthday Change. is 2006. What's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they'll redirect you to the the Sony side if you if you don't do it right. It happened to me uh, this morning, but um, yeah. There's there's just just weird site with um, just some junk on the wall that you you can click, but it doesn't actually do anything. Um, uh, a couple of websites, you know, oh, ourselves yeah. included, have circulated these strange billboards with maybe the website's overheating. So what do you what do you think <laughs> this is about? Like, what do you think this is supposed to appeal to? Well, Does anybody have a clue? Like, I'm looking at the site right now. I got in, and there's, like, weird shapes on the walls that mean absolutely nothing. People like mystery. And I click on them, and nothing's happening. I click on the X, nothing happens. Like, what? I must have spent half an hour on this site today just trying to drag things, trying to look at... I even, you know, pulled up the source code to see, if, you know, if I can find anything in the source code. I didn't see anything there. I mean, it looks pretty. It's it, cool looking. Yeah, it's cool looking. Um, I, I, I really like the... The chess piece, um, you know, that's that's on its side bleeding. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, th I think it's a sharp look, but I don't I don't get it. Maybe like, something's what, coming. What are Maybe we these letters get jumbled together and on the billboard they have like that uh, eleven slash seven or whatever, like the three lines and the seven. Yeah. Like how who can you imagine? I went to that thing tonight and there were tech people in the tech field that had no clue about. The, the specifics of, of PlayStation 3. Can you imagine the, the general public like seeing that thing and being like, what the fuck is that? What's funny, though, is that um, as I've talked to a couple of people, they're, um, they're not informed as to what is exactly going on with the PS3, but they can't wait to buy it. Just because the, the PS2 has this reputation of being, you know... They're totally banking on that reputation. Oh, yeah. yeah well, they get away with it, but it's like... It's so... Yeah, well, it's like I mean, we all bought N64s. totally douchebag. It's like, <laughs> I, uh, I wish I, they didn't have that attitude. They would, they would be. It's like they would be even more the king of the consoles if they didn't have that total ass bag, douchebag attitude about everything. 
I, th I, I kind of um, compare the, the PS3 launch to the, the N64, where we just bought it because we love Nintendo so much. Well, at least there weren't just two games at launch. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, this, I, I don't know what's... I don't know what to make of this. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. Let's Are we supposed to do something with this? Uh, is, I don't know. Is more coming? Thing, I, I, click, I click them like over and over, and they kind of bounce up, and that's kind of well, cool. Obviously, there's three symbols, or the four symbols, which are the, uh, uh, you know, the buttons or whatever. Yeah, X, but square, circle. Uh, they're all like jumbled. No, but they're they're different, though, aren't they? No, well, the buttons are there, and then there's. I, I'm thinking the other shapes they come together to spell something. But they I'm not smart enough to do that. To put them together. They all look like the actual buttons cut in half. It just look like half the button, like uh, half a circle, half an X. Like I was hoping that wasn't the, that wasn't the case, but you're probably right. I don't know. It makes even more no sense because my theory made more sense. No, no, but they, now it makes even more. This sense. is kind of up there with when uh, Halo 2 was coming out and they did the I love bees thing. Oh, I the PlayStation on the play can anyone read PlayStation on the PlayStation console sitting there? Well, let me get out the old accessibility old. magnifier. <laughs> yeah, I can't even read PlayStation. Read right on click it. on it, see if you can zoom in. No, it's a setting. Now this this is a terrible sight idea because for average Joe's looking at this, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't you know. It's Does a waste Play Beyond on their on their billboards is the website address on their billboards? Mm, I'm not sure. I have no idea. Well, see, here's that's the thing, though. Um, is this really a launched website, or is this a teaser, or is this a puzzle? Who what, fucking what cares, man? Like, just show me the fucking game. <laughs> what? It's this a game. This is a game, man. <laughs> it's just like they're they're wasting so much money. It's like they don't like who are these people? Like, what's going on in these companies? It, Weird Al Yankovic is their new PR director. It makes you like, really <laughs> question, like, the common sense. Oh, don't be like, me now. No, Al's great. Like, like they said, we're just bloggers. We're just regular people, and we have more common sense than Sony when it comes to this stuff. Like, if you just showed the games and, and what the PlayStation 3 can do, like, all your hardcore fans are going to buy it anyway. Who That's who's looking at these sites and these things and, and being like, oh, I can't really do anything. But, like, the general public, who I guess Nintendo's trying to reach out to, like, if they saw that the PlayStation 3 is that much better and is worth $600, don't you think that would be more effective than some vague melding clock and some chess piece bleeding to death? You know what I think Sony's doing? I think they are purposely, you know, bringing out the worst ad campaigns with these stereotypes and racist stereotypes, having these, you know... Uh, you know, making themselves look like idiots every time they're quoted on something, uh, coming out with these, you know, s a tiny amount of units and making it darn near impossible to actually get the, the system right away. I think they're doing this on purpose. I think they want themselves to con constantly be in the news because so they're like idiots. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. So it's like kind of like the Possibly, boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Like, is, there like a t is there ever going to be a point where they cry wolf enough and people are just sick of it? I mean, uh, do you guys, do you guys see, I mean, I honestly, and I, whatever, you can take my opinion how you want it, I honestly see Sony being number one again, 360 being number two, and Nintendo being number three. Like, do you guys see Sony at all losing this next race because of these antics? Do you think gamers are that I really think that they're nine? beginning to stunted. I really think that they're stunted with all this. There's a lot of hate going around, and Sony now, the PlayStation 3, has been synonymous in so many gamer circle jokes. 
I mean, this is waiting.com, and then they came out with a Sony Defense Force. Come on, this but is getting ridiculous. Still buy it. I mean, look at the pre-order like circus. Oh yeah, they oh. flew off the shelves, man. Ten minutes, oh. they were gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I read today on uh, Dan Shu's um, his EMG One Up account or whatever. Even he couldn't get a copy or uh, get a, a pre um, pre-order PS3. Oh, and I was resigned to the fact that I couldn't. <laughs> And and the fact of the matter is is that he and the rest of the people at One Up and EMG and and PlayStation Magazine and all that, all those magazines that are tied into the same group, they're gonna probably only have one PS3 for the all you know for the websites, magazines, everything to be able to test games on. I mean, when a company can't even get out enough units to the people that are gonna be reviewing these games, I mean, obviously. You know, it's time to start firing some people. Because yeah, that's going to be interesting because I mean, when I spoke with Sony, I'm like, look, I, you know, I've gotten the 360 and Nintendo since and everything. Like, are you? And I saw that the PlayStation Magazine got a PS3. Like, you know, am I going to be able to get one? They're like, sure, just give me your card and I'll put um, product or review unit on the back of it. I would speak to so the I'm, devil on I'm your guessing, behalf. I'm guessing they, <laughs> they, they are going to have enough, but if you work at somewhere like 1UP where you have to share it among 50 rabid jackals, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you would think that they would at least provide one unit per, you know, uh, medium. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. To to have, what is it, like four or five they got in, in the group between like 1UP and... Like, to I have thought, yeah. That's I ridiculous. I kind of believe they're just going to get one up at Ziff Davis. I mean, honestly. See, what what Sony should have done is just released them all on eBay for like ten thousand dollars each. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Yeah. What they should have done is just wait till next year. Mm. Honestly. Yeah. All I know is that the employees of uh, Microsoft and Nintendo should probably be like actually jumping into bed with Sony because <laughs> they're they're just screwing up some of the things so badly. I mean, it's gonna make well, I mean, I it's so it really easy matters. for my. I don't think it really matters in the long run. Like, uh, yeah, I guess it will matter this Christmas, but yeah. uh, in, in the long end, run, is it really matter? Well, no. the, the one yeah. thing that, that really stems yeah. for me is they screwed over Europe really bad, and that's what pissed off a lot of people. And they were the ones that really pushed the PlayStation 2 over the hump. They were the ones that had the most PlayStation 2s you know, in their area. They were the biggest gaming console market, and they screwed them until March 2007. So. Right. Well, I think we're all going to get screwed, um, you know, by just the lack of uh, demand, I mean, supply. Um, I, I don't honestly think I'm going to get one this holiday season. It seems like, you know, I might be able to scrape one up next year just because... Poor CTZ is only getting the core. Yeah. <laughs> he might as well not even get one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, why even bother? Yeah. Which is ridiculous. They should have just released the five. I mean, I'd use that thing as a coffee table. The man, <laughs> man works at a video game store, and he had trouble, so... Yeah. No, I'm going to be buying an Xbox 360 this Christmas and a new computer. Uh, I don't even want to see a PS3 in my house until like a year from now. Who's going to be standing at uh, GameStop 8 o'clock come, uh, this Friday for their Wii? If I had money, I think I would. I'm going to scrounge up as much money as I possibly can. What, what time do you think they open? 10 o'clock, I think. They open at 10 o'clock? I wonder probably. if I should go by mine and, and interview some other people. I probably should, huh? I'm like, I'm like a couple blocks away from it. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Like, I, Kotaku posted this thing about, um, oh, the Nintendo World Store has been secretly having pre-orders for two weeks. 
I'm like, well, didn't you see the video that you guys posted of mine where I interviewed the fans and they said they pre-ordered it? It's like, <laughs> and Brian po and Crescente posted that, which is odd. But um, but yeah, I don't know how big the demand in New York is going to be when the Nintendo World Store has been doing it for a while now already. Anyway, it's going to be huge around here though. The EB Games guys, they are pissed because I call them like maybe like three times a week and they have the same response. They're like. STFU and AGPG, but uh, I'm joking. But uh, it, it's pretty bad, dude. Like, very good, like robotic with it. No, we're not taking pre-orders. Goodbye. What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen to the Wii after a year? Do you think it's gonna be still be hot? It it really depends on the games, huh? Yeah. What, what games do you think, besides Mario? What what sort of game do you see any game on the horizon? <laughs> I mean, the, in EGM, in the rumor mole section, this month's EGM, they talked about the rumor mole or whatever his name is, uh, talked about how there's going to be a, a Sims game specific to the Wii really? coming out. Um, and then we've also heard rumblings that a Spore-specific Wii is coming out. I mean, is that what is that what it's going to take to make this thing live past two years? How is the Wii going to survive two years from now? I really think that the Wii is going to survive. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of it's going to be third-party based. I mean, Nintendo does a great job. They make quality products, this we all know. But, I mean, it's third-party support is going to be key here, and, and the Wii really can't get the short end of the stick here. We need exclusive titles for it to really survive. It has to have that so extra what, player. What is it, what is it going to need two years from now to compete with these next, these really, the, we're going to start, two years from now, we're really going to see, like, if you think Gears of War looks good, imagine two years from now when developers are really pushing the hardware, and then two years from now when PlayStation 3 developers really understand the cell and can give you these huge, massive games with advanced AI, with the best graphics, more people have HD sets, more people have broadband, like, I think what what is what? How is Nintendo possibly going to compete in two years when the gimmick has sort of worn off? Like, what what kind of game are they going to need to to keep that? that well, attention? I, I think that um, uh, you know, just speaking to their their earlier strategy and the things that they said, you know, when back when it was called the Revolution, was the the casual uh, appeal of the the Wii and the the alternative gaming experiences that they're going to offer. If they can do what they've done with the DS, which is um, I, you know, a lot of people say it's technically inferior to the the PSP, but you know, just because of the weirdness of the games and but the quality of sucks. But see, but, but, <laughs> but the thing is, when I hear that comparison, it's like, but the PSP really does suck, and there's really not any competition there. Like the DS is really the own is really in a league of its own. Right, but it's it not really the same thing. The the Wii has two great competitors. It's not like the 360 and the PS3 are almost unplayable and they'll have no games. Like, the PSP is just a fucky system. The controls <laughs> suck, the games suck. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a sorry-ass system. So basically, the DS is in a league of its own. So I don't really buy that argument. Uh, so is the Wii. I mean, with the whole innovation, trying to compare three different things, it's, 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 it's kind of it's uncomparable. Not. Like it's, okay, but it's not. The, the, I guess the what I'm DS and the PSP are both handhelds, right? Look at but the look DS has better games. There's three different home consoles, not kind of PC. One example um, where, I, where I kind of draw the conclusion is um, Trauma Center, where they're remaking that DS experience with the stylus with the, the Wiimote. 
Um, so I think Trauma Center is going to be the, the system killer? Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, just as an example of the kinds of, uh, of games that will be released for the system, and I, I think that there's also a, a strong market for the cutesy stuff, like um, Contact, um, I've heard is an excellent game. It got r really good reviews on EGM. Um, and that's so how, how is the Wii going to be any different than the GameCube? Yeah, of course the kids are going to have it, and of course mom and dad may play the Wii with their kid every once in a while. But as far as like the, the 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 PS2 gamers and the college students and beyond who make up this large segment of the gaming population, like what what's going to draw them to the Wii? QT games just aren't going to cut it on a con on a home console. Exactly. That, that's just not going to be good enough. I'm sorry. That's yeah. I think I mean, it is. Give me Gears of War over fucking Zelda. Give me Gears of War over Mario. It's just it's you know I I play these games and they're fun and yeah they're cute but it's just not like you know I played this for twenty some odd uh, twenty years or so it's like I'm ready for something new already. You know what's gonna keep the week going? The fact that most people end up having two systems in their house. I mean, how many people here generally have like either the Xbox and a GameCube or you know a, a PS2 and a GameCube? I mean, my first buy was a PS2, but I bought the GameCube because there was a lot of games that just were not coming out for the PS2 that were, you know, the type of games that I wanted to play. I mean, okay, I'm a girl. I like my cutesy games. I like my Mario. I like my Zelda. I like my Animal Crossing. But those games um, are already there, Faith. That's uh, true, but the, the difference is is that you're going to be bringing in with, with the fact that you now have this, you know, uh, games where you're going to have to get up off your butt and actually, you know, play and be a little more interactive. You're going to be getting all these people that also like to go out to the arcade and play these types of games like, uh, you know, Dance Dance Revolution, or um, the but games where you... I can play that already. I can already play that on the other Yeah, console. but when you go to an arcade, you can play it where you you can play with the boxing gloves, and you can actually punch people, yeah. or you can play like you're playing real hockey, or you're playing football, and you're actually grabbing the football and throwing it. Well, instead, you're going to have the Wii Remote in your hand. I mean, that's the big thing. I love going to... There's an arcade down in Niagara Falls, and they have a lot of games like that where you're more interactive. I don't go to play the actual... You know, um, you know, fighting games or whatever. I go to play the ones where you're more interactive and actually doing stuff. And I think that's the type of crowd that Nintendo's going to bring in. Because before that, you would have a random game here and there, like uh, Donkey um, Donkey Kong Kongas or whatever it was, or you know, Dance Dance Revolution. But now you're going to have all these games that are going to allow you to get up off your butt and actually be more interactive with the game. And the other thing too is is that. Like I said, I'm terrible at shooting games because I am terrible with aiming. As the games go along... You think they're going to be better at aiming with a Wiimote? Yeah, but as the games go along, the, the aiming's going to get better. I mean, right now it's still in the first, you know, year. Things are going to be a little but off. But do you think your hand's going to be as steady and because able to aim as steady? Because when I play games like Carnival King, which I'm, I love playing when I go to the arcade, I am way better at shooting when I can, you know, basically look and click. But if I but, have to sit there... Like a, but that's like a heavy... Is that like a heavy controller? No, is it's like not. Is that like a gun, or what is that? It's a gun, yeah. It's just. But a, it's, it's like just a weighted gun. It's somewhat weighted, right? Um, No, not really. It's got, like, it has a, a thing attached to it, because it, it, it hooks into but the system, the so that kind of makes it heavier. The problem with the Wiimote is it's very light. So well, it's just a regular remote control, though. It's substantial, though. I mean, it's I mean, it, it, it's not like a, like a remote control light, you know. It, it, it kind of feels like it's solid all the way through. Um, 
What I'm trying to say, though, is like for me, using the analog sticks and attempting to target using two analog sticks, I don't know, my hand-eye coordination is not good enough, but when I'm holding something like a light gun in my hand, or in the case of probably the Wii Remote, it makes it a lot easier for me to play those types of games. So I, I don't think know. For me, I mean, the, the, the Wii games I've played so far that had anything to do with first-person shooting or aiming, it's so much easier to do on a standard controller. Like, it's just, it's, it's not even, like, close to how much easier it is. Uh, but I think that the, the like the party element of it of you know just having a bunch of people over and yep that's yeah, a big one right there yeah that's another thing too you Total know having jackass on your sofa <laughs> <laughs> some uh, everyone gets some drunk merit. and starts playing Wii Sports yes yeah, so <laughs> the same thing about the GameCube and we see yeah where I mean this is, right now. this is what I'm saying is that the Wii is just going to be another GameCube like. Well, even even Miyamoto said there. that. So the Nintendo fans are going to be there. The kids are going to be there. That's like that installed base is going to be there. And yeah, Nintendo is probably going to turn a profit. And Nintendo is probably going to consider it successful. But they're not going to be number one. Well, no, that's not that's not the question you asked. You asked what was going to keep it going into the second year and still making it popular. You and didn't it's it's going to be popular as much as the GameCube is popular, though. But they still were popular enough to turn a profit. They didn't, I mean, I honestly so think... So you'd be okay with, you have no problem with Nintendo being third and just making the, the games they usually make. You and know, Nintendo has always been a kid's system, and I really don't see them ever changing the market that they go after. And lately, especially... I don't know. It seems like there's a lot more casual gamers coming on and buying Xbox 360 because they can play Uno on it. Or they're buying, you know, a DS because it's easy to play. I think Nintendo is going and tapping into a market that they know that they're not going to be able to compete with the bigger system. So let's go for the market that nobody's going after. When I, when I got my PS2, I bought it for Final Fantasy, but I didn't like the Xbox because most of their games were geared towards guys, like hardcore gamer guys that wanted to play games like Halo, play sports games, play, you know, they did not have... And those are the guys that put millions of dollars into the game. Exactly, but I'm saying that Nintendo can't compete with that. They're, they are okay. never going to, I, I don't know, they're just never going to be able to create those types of games. So why not go after the market that Sony so and Xbox... So why not just be a software and peripheral company? You mean a Sega? <laughs> do, you, do you know how freaking cool that would be? Can you imagine three like Mario on the PS3? Well, it happened with Sega, <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that out as a as a non possibility, um, especially beyond the PlayStation 3, where Nintendo's Way really beyond. not going to have um, the, you know the resources to, to build. Because it. I, I I don't think there's going to I honestly do not think I asked Perrin this and she said yes of course there will be but. I don't think there's going to be another Nintendo console after this. I really don't. I don't get that feeling either. Perhaps only handheld. Um, I, I definitely think they'll stay in the handheld, but they just... If they refuse to compete, and if they refuse to... Now, if they partner up with Apple, then yeah, they'll stay in it. But if they continue just to be on their own, there's there's just no way. Because Microsoft's in this to win this. I mean, they're just going to spend God loads of money, and they don't care. Sony will go bankrupt 1,100 times over. So, um, okay, so we're going to stop now. All right, so since we're pretty much done dissing Nintendo and how much it sucks, <laughs> let's get into uh, the contests that are currently going on, and um, I'll just go ahead and start with mine, which isn't really a contest. It's just um, I got this copy of the Dance Dance Revolution Supernova, and I, I can't stand DDR games. 
one because I suck at them. I can't even get them. I'm I'm actually pretty coordinated, but for whatever reason I can't do the retard dance. So um, I just don't even try anymore. And then when I see kids do them, I just laugh. So um, I don't want to be that guy. So anyway, I just I put up this thing about who does anyone want DDR? And if you do, just make your case. So I'll read some of the the, the sayings. Um, the first one. Yeah, there are some really good ones. The first one from Gluttony was, Give it to me. Think, if anyone sees me playing that game, my chances of procreating will be reduced to almost zero. And no one wants many gluttons running a buck in the world now, do they? So he makes a good case for, if he gets it, then there'll be less babies in the world, which is a positive to the environment, which is pretty good in my book. So that's a good one from Gluttony. Um, but Maybach has a, is kind of on my side about how sucky DDR is, because... He says if I give it to him, that he'll promise to make a flying UFO out of it, or a dumpster, or whatever best fits, which is kind of cool. Um, and then there were some boring ones, like Willie Dude said that he wouldn't act like a wuss, and um, then he double posted, which automatically means <laughs> And then Poopface says that he actually plays the Beat Mania game, which is absolutely horrible. Have you guys ever played that? Or seen oh, yeah. You I own it, dude. I'm sick at it. I love it. I Yes, dude. I'm freaking awesome. At oh, my too. God. That is the worst game alive. I remember getting that thing. I'm like, cool. I can be a DJ? That's awesome. This is like a car hero, but I'm a DJ. And then... Oh my God! It's nothing like you're a DJ. You're just trying to hit these big ass buttons. And well, you gotta think it appeals to me because I play piano. I really enjoy piano, and also, like I said, I really like like face punchingly hard games, and that's one of them that has the wow. most ridiculous like learning curve ever. That so. is like the most sadomasochistic game ever. Which is, <laughs> which is the arcade one that's similar? I think it's called uh, is it Puyo Puyo? You know what I'm talking about? That's <laughs> like a puzzle game, dude. No, but it main is awful. Do not buy it. Whatever you do, don't listen to Savant. Um, I like the guy that said I'm a fat bastard who needs to lose weight. Yeah, and, then, and some guy said he had man boobs. <laughs> oh. I don't want a guy that has man boobs. Um, I like the one that uh, wants to use it to uh, settle the ninja versus pirate debate. <laughs> I like that one, too. <laughs> That's a good one. Now, oh, uh, Wheelie Dude just gives too much. You know, Wheelie Dude, you're not getting it because you're just too eager. So, yeah. He has, I see, like a whole bunch. Oh, this white finger guy. His was actually kind of funny. He says, please give me your DDR game so I can give it to my wife for Christmas. I gave her DDR on stream last year, so giving her a free copy of DDR this year, too, will make me the cheapest and most original gift giver of a husband. However, <laughs> I can then spend the money I saved to buy Wii games for her for Christmas, too, so that I can solidify my position as Jurgis has in the year. Yes, so he understands that the Wii is a bad present, and that bad present, and he, by giving that to her, will make him a Jurgis present. Uh, no, I think he's getting at the fact that he's going to Oh, is that he can play the Wii? So, yes, yeah, I will not contribute to him buying a Wii. So he <laughs> to buy Wii games for her, yeah, like, he's meaning that, yeah. He's, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy them for her, but they're yeah. really for me. Yeah, you're right. I will not contribute to that now. <laughs> Here's an interesting one from Slinker, who says he has this scene set up. Um, he says, I spent $700 on the better than arcade <laughs> metal pads. Um, I got bored of DDR Economics, Max, Max 2, Extreme, Extreme 2, ITG, PIU, and the sequels. I got Stepmania, blah, 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 blah. I spent all my money on dance stuff, and I'm the biggest fan, so give it to me. Yeah, see, now that's the guy I emailed. I actually emailed that guy, and if you're listening, fucking email me back, or I'm just going to give this away to someone else. I emailed him, like, 
If you can give me pictures of your fucking setup, then I'm going to send you the game, and I haven't heard back from them. $700, that's, that's easily a cobalt flux If I don't hear, if I don't hear back pad. from them, that thing is going to someone else. He, he would oh, deserve it out of anyone. Well, I so. think Brocklesox might win it, because look at him. listen to this genius. I think, I'm reading this word for word, I think that you should give the DDR to me because, with a Z, Daddy make pee-pee on Mommy. <laughs> make Mommy stop breathing with his hands. Daddy keeps Mommy in the bathroom, and I could take a bath every day with her because she sleeps there for days. <laughs> I have DDR so I can show Mommy how to play. And she has done taking her long bath and sleeping. And Daddy can watch. Daddy spits beer and vodka on me, and I don't dance for him. So if I had a GDR machine, I could dance faster, and maybe he would let me have some food that didn't come out of the time. <laughs> Please, DDR. Dude, dude, there's freaking really some sick people out there. <laughs> that, that, uh, that guy has my vote. Unfortunately, he didn't Damn. identify himself. We don't have an email address. Yeah, I don't have it. Bottle socks, broccoli socks. Dude, if you're listening, you win. Okay. If this yeah. other guy doesn't email, alright. So that guy. So anyway, I'll make a decision in a couple of days. I guess we didn't come to anything here, but. Um, if you really want this game, please speak up because it's stinking up my office and I don't want it there and I hate it and that sucks. So, Nero, what, are there any other contests going on? Um, we have a regular contest of the uh, Nintendo Wii giveaway. Um, we actually uh, paid out the sum of the amount to um, the last contest winner, uh, which was Floyd who won the first Nintendo DS on Destructoid. Um, I had offered to pre-order it for him or send him cash. He's like, hell yeah, I want the cash. So we can send him some <laughs> Ah, good man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, whether or not he's going to pre-order it on his own or um, go buy some booze is uh, is unknown. But um, we'll, we'll be giving away another one in less than three, is it three weeks? Yeah, about less than three weeks. Yep. So um, look for the clue tomorrow. It'll be on the Friday uh, robot intermission. Tomorrow's and, Thursday. Uh, oh, wait. It is Thursday. Oh, well, who knows when this thing's actually going up? <laughs> I got a long day tomorrow. I don't know even if I'm gonna get uh, be able to get this to you. I mean, well, I, I should be able to. Definitely, uh, the clue will be up this Friday. So uh, go ahead and look for that, and um, go ahead and submit your thing. No purchase necessary. Blah blah blah. Then Faith, do you have any other contests going on? You're done, right? No, I'm done. She yeah, spent. Yeah, I I don't think I. I almost got a second copy of Bomberman and some other shitty PSP game, um, but I turned it down, and I shouldn't have. I should have just taken it and given it to you guys again. Damn it. What what thing do you have, Orcus? The, um, the Detroit Wants You thing. Oh, that, yeah, um, speak of that. that um, I know me and Franz were tossing this around, and uh, I know a couple other guys. And, um, the idea is that... Um, yeah, it's that we... Um, that Detroit has the best readers, and we want to get proof of that. And we want your, we want the readers' best and most hardcore gaming moments to prove that we have the best readers and they're the best blog. And so, uh, what I'm thinking is I get enough submissions to, um, I don't know, maybe a weekly or bi-weekly thing, readers submitted as opposed to just random YouTube guys. So, you guys get that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're literally in a metal box. You're speaking from a metal box on Mars, underground, and the aliens are like about to come get you. And you've got to hurry up and talk before they hear you. And this is your last chance to get the message out before they totally ass rape you. And, uh, 
Great. <laughs> awesome. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, we hope we heard that and it had something to do with uh, our readers being awesome and sending in videos. So where should they send the videos? They can visit Fred in the forums they can submit them to or they can email me. Okay, so go to the forums or email Orcus. Uh, videos of something I didn't pay attention. I'm sure you guys know more than me because I don't really go to the forums that much, which I probably should. But I'm too busy actually doing my job and uh, <laughs> mucking it up with you people. Well, the there'll, there'll be there'll be a couple of opportunities um, as we get closer to launching the new site. Which uh, uh, yeah, a site update. What's, what's going on, Nero? Well, um, you know, we 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 lost two of the uh, destructoid hard drives last week, unfortunately, and in, 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 in the middle of uh, the update. Um, so that, that's coming up as soon as, as humanly possible. We we always make um, great strides on the weekend um, when we're not you know posting new things on the site every 30 minutes. So um, well, you'll probably see a couple of subtle changes and me kind of breaking up the site uh, over the weekend. Um, going back to our awesome fans, I just wanted to say happy 17th birthday to Dewey. His uh, friend Taylor uh, sent us. Um, news that he was turning 17 today and they were going to check the site when they got back from dinner so threw a little something up for them when's elephant coming? I keep getting questions when's the new site coming? It's, it, it's coming man, it's coming um, I think with that, that the, the original plan was perhaps too ambitious for a 2.0 launch um, I think what's actually happening is we're, we're saying okay do we really need to launch with this feature or is this something that we can kind of roll out little by little um, so that's, you know, the, the chat is obviously one of the, the things that we're trying to do, um, the, the web chat, um, trying to bring out some of the things that are going on in the forum up to the, the home page, um, have cooler lists on the side that are actually usable other than the destructoid most wanted, um, and really start, um, you know, growing, growing the website, the sections of the website. So all of that is, is, is coming as, as soon as we can, as soon as we can build it. So we're still, still eagerly anticipating it. Alright. I and um okay, I'm anticipating. Alright, so let's get into these some of these just a couple questions um from you posted if anybody had any questions. There weren't really that many good ones, but I guess we'll get into it. Um Gregor wanted actually this is kind of a good question. I am talking loud. This is a good question, um Gregor wants to know what our least favorite video game genre is. Oh, okay, I'll go first. I cannot stand tactics games. Can't play tactics. Like, I like turn. Don't want to touch them. Um, like the Final Fantasy Tactics, like uh -huh. that sort of game where tactics you have ogre, Fantasy right. Warriors Tactics. Exactly. Um, where you have the little grid, and I mean, I hear that I Final Fantasy that Tactics in particular has a phenomenal story, and I'm a total idiot for not playing it. Yep. I just can't, <laughs> I just can't sit on my sofa, and I, I, I just can't do it. I can't. Um, so that's that's my least favorite. Faith. Uh, let's see. It's a toss-up between all these countless millions of useless World War shooter games, because <laughs> all they do is keep producing. You know, these, these half-assed attempts to be Call of Duty or Medal of Honor. Like, give up developers, okay? <laughs> like, create something else. That and crappy girly games like Barbie Princess Horse 
trainer or whatever that teaches girls that it's good to wear jewelry. Ooh, let's do our hair. What the hell are they teaching little girls? I like That's the scariest that voice, voice ever. I actually like it. I don't know about you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, you like Orcus, it? Metal Box. What, you, what genres do you not like? Um, the Metal Box hates racing games. They bore me to tears. I don't care how good they look or how pretty the cars are. Like yeah. I don't even really like cars. Like I think Orsus and I are in the same like wavelength of gaming. Like, but I'll get in. I, there's genres I hate worse. I'll get into that after uh, Savant goes. Oh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Well, I I originally would have said Hello Kitty games, but uh, after I just saw what Nero had posted a while ago, I'm probably gonna say Lollicon. Is that what? You're <laughs> I think that is by far the worst. What the hell's Lollicon? If you read the well, you don't read the forum, but some guy posted about how. The Japanese, you know, like with the SNK's child. Oh, oh, the child. That one. stuff thing, that's called Lollicon oh. or something like that, oh, and God. that's that's the big thing. That's what I hate now. I couldn't stand hearing about that. But I mean, what genres do you typically stay away from, like the games that you actually play? Oh, I'll go back to what I said before, Hello Kitty. But so you just stay away from Hello Kitty games. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I if I honestly have to pick, I like I honestly stay away from a lot of sports games except for Madden because I really only watch like NFL. So. Okay. All right. Um, well, like Orcus, I don't really like racing games that much, but those aren't the worst. I guess like a tie for the worst is card games. You know, oh, oh I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't get card games. I, I just like don't you're get talking them. like battle card systems and Yeah. I got it sitting right on my desk. Baton Chaos Origins. I haven't even played it yet. But that's a card game and like there's a few other um Pokemon wannabe cartoons that have card games out. Um so games like that, but also uh, uh fighting games I can't stand as far as like Tekken and DOA, I don't really like those kind of games. I love Fight Night, um, I love Fight Night series, but like the button mashing combo, you have to memorize a combo in order to be good at it kind of games, even Mortal Kombat to a point, I don't even like anymore. It's those kind of games that I really can't stand, like at all. You didn't like uh, Tetra Master on the uh, Final Fantasy? Who? <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't played Final Fantasy since... Tetra Master's the shit. Tetra Master was Final Fantasy IX. That was no, that was in Final Fantasy VIII. It was the only good part of the damn game. I couldn't get past. There was a a card game in nine as well. Yeah. I think I think the ten was the last one I played. That double disc PlayStation game. I don't even remember. I'm not a big Final Fantasy person. Alright, so Katie Alpha, uh, moving right along. He had this thing. What do we like to get fucked up, drunk, high, whatever? I'm just gonna skip that that one, because there seemed to be a lot of heat I was catching on the Diddy post. And uh, <laughs> if you want to know what everyone's take was on my Diddy post, which was on a Sunday, let me start out by saying, do, do you guys hate it as much as the rest of the people? I, I, I changed the name of the site for you. I mean, I it was P. It was awesome P, for it like was that P. Diddy Toy for yeah. a couple of hours. <laughs> oh, P. Diddy Toy, I miss it. It was so good. <laughs> I love that. I love that banner. It should be like that. Like every I saved it. If you want it, I saved it. Uh, I think I'm just going to switch that on at random parts of the day. We're just going to awesome. hell. <laughs> so, were you guys... Go ahead, be honest. I won't fire you or anything. You can you can say you hated it. You I hated it. it. I, I don't know. Okay. Why are we hanging with Diddy? What does Diddy do for us? Diddy didn't do anything for me. I wanted to put the robot head on. That'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't, you know, I don't even know why I posted it. It's just I was there and I had this video and I had these pictures <laughs> and I just wanted to throw it up and I did. I, I, we're talking about, uh, I guess, I don't know if we're talking about you, but I mean, we're talking about expanding uh, Destructoid to other sites like Japanator and I also want to do like a tech gadget site. So if I had that, I would have thrown, thrown it on that because it had to do with Rhapsody and um, Best Buy. But um, because we don't have that yet, I kind of had nowhere to stick it, and I just wanted to stick it somewhere because <laughs> I like P. That's my motto. I don't like P. <laughs> music per se, but I kind of like his attitude and his, like, I think he's funny. So, um, yeah. So I did it. You guys hate it. I understand. That's fine. No, I, I didn't find anything wrong with it. I mean, you met a cool celebrity, well, like, or a celebrity, and it was <laughs> still tech. I mean... You know, Nero, you always said that if there was something kind of techish or geekish that we really wanted to post about, we could post about it. Um, you know, lots of people have posted about Transformers, and that's not video games. They're talking about the movie or something. Yeah. So, but I will admit, uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't really care for it, and someone close to me even said that he didn't give a crap either, and why were you posting it? It's like, ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, people that. get really, Who cares? commenters get really upset <laughs> if you, like, do one little thing wrong. I found, I mean, not so much on Destructoid, but on Joystick, it was absolutely... Well, it goes down in infamy now, and now it's a part of the legend, so... Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun, see? It won't happen again, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I think it, it'll just grow as a, kind of like an inside joke for the, the hardcore Destructoid readers, and I think we'll, yeah. we'll just have fun yep. with it here on out. Diddy toyed. So, uh, one guy kind of wanted to talk about it, but... Why is Vlad Cole such a bitch? He wanted to know. Um, did you guys see uh, Vlad Cole's semi-racist remarks? That oh, from all oh, the round, the round eye thing. thing. Yeah, that, that was about? really ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think that was worth getting upset over? That's yeah, I, I also believe so. Yeah. That that just it seemed very derogatory. What, what's funny is that, I mean, he can get away with that, and yet I do a post on IBM chips, and it's like. Our credibility is at stake, and the world is over. You know, if I lived anywhere near a, an Asian community, and there's not a whole lot of Asians in Miami, it's just you know Hispanic people and like three American people. I would actually go around with a camera, and just you know just approach people on the you know the street and say, um, "Hey, I have round eyes," and, you know, just to see what kind of reaction they have. You know, I'd be fucking pissed, man. Yeah. I mean, and then like the, and then you pointed out like the ridiculousness of their update. Oh, here's the update. Um, we're shutting down comments because everybody realizes I'm an asshole for saying a racist comment. So well, yeah, there's the update. Thank they you. said that the uh, in the update they just said, um, since the conversation has gone off topic, we're gonna close <laughs> the comments. And I was like, wow, he's not even gonna say, hey, you know, I'm sorry that some people took it no, the wrong way. I didn't mean yep. to. Yeah. He's an asshole. He's a straight up asshole. And I hope he hears this because he that, knows he's an asshole. That's just irresponsible journalism. I mean, we have one of our guys accidentally, you know, post something they shouldn't, and you know, we someone jumps on it, gets it deleted, so that you know we don't get in trouble. But they put it right in their post. I mean, Christ, what are they, Kotaku? But if they were Kotaku, like, people wouldn't have a problem with it. It's the fact that they're joystick and they think of themselves as this, as this high holy place. No, I mean, remember yeah. when uh, Kotaku had a momentary uh, fleshpot content? I mean, they hammed yeah, yeah. it up. They were like, <laughs> you know, Florian was like, yeah, you know, that's, of course we, sh we should laugh at that. That was hysterical. Yeah. And that's yeah. really how, you know, the attitude that you should have is, you know, whatever. Shit happens sometimes, whatever. 
Yeah, so, so. Right, that was the Yeah, I, I think that they played that one right. No, Kotaku did. Yeah, yeah Joystick didn't. <laughs> so there. Unfortunately. <laughs> anybody anybody got anything they want to get off their chest before I call it a wrap? Next week on Destructoid, Gary Coleman is interviewed by Robert Suma. Yes. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Savant wants Coleman Toyd next week. <laughs> I think he lives in LA, unfortunately. But oh, all right. Maybe I can make my way down. Who knows? All right. So last week when we ended Destructoid, we um we did what Nero wanted, and we ended in bombs down. So this time we're gonna end in cats down. So if you <laughs> by the way, I had my volume turned up and scared the crap out of me. Yeah. So if you got your volume, that's what I'm saying. If you got your volume up, um, in case my voice comes out low again for whatever reason. Um, then you might want to turn it down after in this countdown. So at three, two, one, everybody's got to make cat sounds. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We have to all count it. We all have to count Ready? it down together as a family. Ready? Yep. Three, three two, 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 one. One. <laughs>